0: What's up, my people? I'm Chris. I'm your host, and you're listening to Network Nation, the politically incorrect podcast where I discuss personal and professional growth so that you don't head to the grave with regret. Oh, man, I almost tripped over my words there. Did you guys hear that? I couldn't decide if I wanted to say with motherfucking regret or with regret. (laughs) Anyways, what's good, ladies and gentlemen? What is good? As always, I hope you guys are out there whooping some ass and just doing the damn thing, right? Because let's be honest, we're living in some crazy times right now and you have to be kicking some ass. At least in the areas that are important to you. You know, I'm not saying you got to go out and become a multimillionaire because that's not important to some some people. But you should be kicking ass in some regard and as many regards as you can. You guys know I like to use that beaker analogy, right? So fill those beakers, you know what I'm saying? But listen, this is a good segue and I'm going to get right into this. You guys already know the drill about share the show and uh, give me some feedback. But, you know, speaking of just living in these crazy unprecedented times and, and just how society is, it's always been important, but it's more important now than ever to invest the right kind of way and in the right kind of ways. Now, obviously that can mean financially, but listen, here's what I want to talk about. Okay. Your number one investment should be in yourself. And a lot of what I'm going to go through is going to translate to making more money, but ultimately it's going to translate to on a more macro level, just being more successful, not just financially, but more healthy, better relationships, better self-love, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. You know, ever since I really gotten out of high school, I've been investing in myself. One of the first things that I did, I uh, was was join a business fraternity. As soon as I transferred out of the community college to my local university, um, I joined a co-ed business fraternity and it was one of the greatest things I ever did. And I, you know, I give a lot of credit to my brother for, for, he was in more of a social fraternity, but he had mentioned it'd be a good idea. And I knew I wanted to do something extracurricular in college. I didn't quite know what it was. And quite frankly, when I first got out of high school, I didn't even really know those business fraternities existed. And I was like, oh man, this is perfect. So I did that and I was able to, when I landed my first career role selling payroll in Southern California, you know, I flew out there, such a fucking cool story, but I flew out to Southern California my senior year of college during my spring break, shit ass weather in Michigan, just fucking, it was like that time of year when it was like, we would get a random snowfall, but then it'd be like sixties during the day and it would just turn into slush and then it'd rain and it'd freeze. It was just fucking nasty. God, I do not rem- just, I do not miss that at all. So I flew out to SoCal, right, Southern Paradise, and I was able to utilize a lot of my practices that I learned in my business fraternity: interview competition, resume competition. And I had a handful of interviews, and I literally had two of the top payroll companies in the in the country, uh, ADP and Paychex, essentially kind of going back and forth, fighting over my hire, which was awesome. ADP had a lot more of a like get in be the grunt worker, prove yourself. They were willing to basically just let me kind of jump right to an, an, a, a full sales associate role or a sales rep role. Ultimately ended up coming back to Western Michigan University with a fucking job offer from SoCal. Like, Can you guys imagine that? And I had summer classes to take, but they still... like I had more classes to take and pass, but they still gave me the offer. Um, I was set to graduate the end of June like literally, uh, I think it was like June 28th. And I had a week to basically get out to SoCal, get settled. And I started uh, July 6th, I believe it was, or July 7th. Because I remember I got out there, had a blast 4th of July, like just a freaking banger of a weekend. Um, God, it was so fun. I can start telling some fucking college post-grad stories right now. But um, I say that because when I got out there, I was able to, to sort of get my way with certain things like, you know, willing to be shot to the top with ADP and paychecks giving me an offer before I even finished college. And it's a, it's a mandatory requirement that you have to have your degree. And technically they gave me an offer without a degree. They had to get like regional approval. And that's because I fucking crushed my interviews. And I did that because of what I learned by investing in myself. And all throughout my 20s, my 20s aren't going to be as long as a story, I promise. <laughs> but all throughout my 20s, I was always investing in myself. I was always doing research, you know, weeknights. Cuz let's be real, I'm in my I'm in my 20s in SoCal. Like I'm going out every freaking weekend, Friday, Saturday, Sunday fun days. It was a work hard, play hard, you know, it really was. But during the week at night, I was investing. I really wanted to put on muscle. I was investing into my weightlifting, finding out more about nutrition, um, uh, just talking to people that did different things and, you know, different careers. And when I moved out to Palm Springs, California, which is out in the desert, it's like two hours away from where I lived on the beach. You know, it got real lonely real quick. Cause I lived in a, a heavy, heavy retirement community and a heavy, heavy gay community. So dating and stuff was very it was it was tough, it was tough, and it was a blessing in disguise though because you know I wasn't going back to Newport Beach every weekend to see my friends, and there were i'm I'm telling you guys like there were nights and weekends over the next couple of years where I just researched and researched and researched I got even more into lifting um, my my side hustle brain really started going off like ideas and everything like that, and that's really what kickstart my whole like damn, I want to be an entrepreneur. And I know I don't want to do medical device for the rest of my life. And so, you know, the same thing when my daughter was born, when I was 27, I moved up to Seattle. I invested heavily into parenting, you know, at three months old, I was a single father. So I was doing everything that a stay at home mom would do, you know, changing the diapers um, you know, my daughter's mom at that time in her life had worked dentistry. So my daughter was dropped off every single morning and I had to pick her up every single evening. And then on mom's days, she came and got her. And so I did a ton of research, just how to navigate, you know, a baby and the proper diet and the proper way to just conversate with them and just reading, educating, educating. And I'm telling you guys, like I've always educated in myself And this has really allowed me to really confide in myself and really, you know, when I hear somebody's opinion that I don't agree with, instead of just listening to them because I have no direction in my own life, it allowed me to really disagree and not fall victim or, you know, fall into a follower role and, you know, play into people that I didn't necessarily agree with. And you see it all the time. You see people get into relationships with people that, just they don't align with, or they're at a job they don't align with. And that's because these people don't focus enough on themselves. They don't invest in themselves enough. They don't educate themselves. That's why. So it's easy to listen to other people. You're easily manipulated because you have no direction. You have no education. You have no resources. And so when you guys are looking at investing the number one thing you should truly, truly be doing is investing in yourself. Okay. Now I want to, I want to speak to more of starting my real estate company. Okay. Cause that was kind of more of the personal, you know, that's a given anything that you guys want to do better at in your life. You need to take the time to educate yourself, you know, follow the right kind of people on social media, listen to accredited people, talk to people who have actually fucking done it or are doing it. And just properly vet your resources, cite your work, right? You know, in high school when you had to write a paper and you had to fucking do the little citation paper at the end. So the teacher knew where you got your shit from. So you couldn't go to like, what was, what was it back then? Like ask Jeeves. Do you guys remember that? Ask Jeeves. You couldn't just go to ask Jeeves and just, you know, you had to go to an article, like a white paper or whatever it was, do the same shit. So listen, I'm more of the professional front and I will kind of get into some like kind of real estate stock market stuff here but this is more the professional side of things okay when i started my real estate company one of the very first things i did like literally within like the first month of of starting my company i attended a, a and this was during covid so it was virtual but i attended a a real estate expo i think it was called a like badass real estate expo and seven figure flipping had presented there and obviously they they pitched what they were doing looked up seven figure flipping Bought virtual tickets to their event, Flip Hacking Live, which was like a few weeks later. And when I joined, or when I um, attended Flip Hacking Live, I joined their mastermind right there on the spot. And it was, I believe it was $15,000. And I threw it on a credit card. The reason I did that is because I knew I was going to be surrounded by other like-minded people. I knew that this this mastermind had the resources. They had a whole library of how to do various things that I needed direction on. And I knew, because this was during my very first flip, I was projecting to make about 35 grand on my first flip. And I thought to myself, man, if I can pay 15 grand to learn how to make more of those $35,000 projects, why the fuck wouldn't I do that? Like, yeah, it was crazy spending that money and just swiping it on a credit card. But It made sense to me because I had been used to educating myself, investing in myself. I had tried a shitload of quote unquote side hustles before that. I paid money to get my real estate brokerage license. I paid money to get my personal training certification. I paid money to start a digital agency and do like the Amazon drop sipping shit. I I was okay with spending money and wasting money because it wasn't really wasting money. It was just an investment that didn't pan out. But even then it still taught me something. I was still learning. You see what I'm saying? And so sure enough, I joined this mastermind. I get partnered up with a buddy of mine, still talk to him. Actually, I was just talking to him today, but my buddy Ryan and we go on to wholesale, dude, I don't even think like eight, nine, 10 properties. I mean, I think we made almost like 60 grand together on wholesaling. So that $15,000 investment had a four X return Just with partnering with him, not to mention all the education, getting surrounded by other people, people I still talk to to this day. And that was really what allowed me to scale up to doing five, six flips at a time within the first three to four months. You know, I didn't, I knew that I was going to fumble, but I was around guys doing a hundred flips a year and I saw what they were doing. I was trying to do three or four at a time. That's manageable. You know, I had weekly calls, all that kind of stuff. I was able to talk about my issues, what was going on, successes, all that. Okay, And the same thing happened when my development opportunity came along. I invested in the right resources. I brought in a mentor/ owner's rep, gave him a piece of the piece of the pie. And this project is going completely different than it would have otherwise if I was trying to do this shit on my own. All because I invested in myself, invested in my team. Okay. So here's the deal I'm at a phase in my life right now. You know, I'm just going to tell you guys straight up yeah, I'm going to do the 401k and all that kind of shit because there's tax benefits and, you know, all that kind of stuff. But If there were no tax benefits, I wouldn't care about doing it. I am not trying to make the money where I need to be reliant on 401k matching, or I want to have five or six properties, rental properties that are going to cash flow me two hundred bucks a month and be paid off in thirty years, and that's my retirement. That's not my goal. I don't like. I just I don't care about making a few thousand dollars a month. I'm going to be making like hundreds of thousands dollars, hundreds of thousands of dollars a month. And I'm not saying that that's everybody's goal, but here's what I'm telling you. This part, what I'm about to say, is universal. Okay. I am focused on at 33 years old and investing in myself. I've been in and am in numerous mastermind groups. I'm currently looking at a coach in a different sector of big hitters in real estate. And I'm not going to disclose it because. A lot of the shit that I'm doing, I'm keeping under the radar. It's just better that way. You guys see me posting stuff on social with my flips and my development and all that, but there's a lot more going on behind the scenes. And so I'm looking at a coach and I'm you know, getting in with a firm right now. And like, there's some things going on where I'm really investing in myself. I don't care about putting money in the stock market that I can't control. I don't care about holding a single family rental property that after everything, all expenses paid is going to net me 300 bucks a month. I don't give a fuck about that. That's not worth my time. What's worth my time is investing into myself. That's going to get me into rooms with bigger hitters where when I want to hold something, I want to hold several hundred units at a time in one deal. Shit. Even if it wasn't hundreds, even if it was a 50 unit apartment or a big commercial strip mall, like whatever it is. And right now I don't have the knowledge or the resources to go out and do that. But that's what I'm working towards. So I'm not going to distract myself with single family rentals and things that particularly just don't get me excited because it's going to consume my time. Right? So again, I'm investing in things I can control. That means no stock market, you know, the 401k shit, like I said, it's a tax advantage. So cool. I'll, you know, I'll do that, whatever the max is per year, but it's myself, you guys. And yes, that means some personal things too. I own a really nice sports car. I own a Ducati Panigale V4S. It's a beautiful sports bike. Those are things that make me feel good. And ultimately at the end of the day, you know, some people might argue, well, Dude, you're like you're in a growth phase. You know you should be broke right now, driving a twenty year old Camry. Look, everyone has their own, you know, their own uh, way of doing things. Okay, what I have found is that a lot of people that drive that twenty year old Camry, they care about getting a car, paying it off, holding on to it. They care about taking their W two money or some of their money and putting twenty percent down on a property where their cash on, cash on cash return is going to be extremely low, but they don't care because they're going to have the house paid off in 30 years. And oh my God, they're going to have four to $500,000 in equity or net worth. And that's what they're going to do. And they're going to slowly build. And there's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with that. There's a lot of value that comes with being debt-free and playing it that way. I just do things a little bit differently I don't care about going out and having a sports car and a Ducati because I'm going to make more fucking money. That's why. I want to learn how to make hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of thousands of dollars passively and millions among millions of dollars actively. I want to go out and do deals that are going to pay me in the millions. That's what I'm focused on. Do you think I care about a $350 motorcycle payment? or a $700 Camaro payment that I'm getting from the bank for freaking 2%. No, I don't give a shit because I'm doing things and I'm teaching myself things and I'm learning from other people that are teaching me things on how I can go out and make substantially more than that thousand bucks a month that I pay for my bike and my car. Okay. And that's just an example. Because I believe that you, you need to enjoy yourself along the way. And again, this is all subjective. This is just how I do things. I really, really love cars. I really just love cars. You know, and, and I'll to give you another example. You know, I really like shoes. I just got rid of some of my J's, but I had a lot more, but I, I love shoes. I love Jordans and all that. But guess what? I don't really wear them. I just don't have an opportunity to wear those a lot. And I don't love them. So I don't go out and buy fucking shoes all the time. Right. So I'm still strategic on what I do. Like, yeah, my car and my bike are big hitter items. You know, they're not like a little pair of $500 shoes, but it's extremely important to me. And although some will say it's a liability emotionally, it's a huge asset to me. I get a lot of my creative thinking when I'm on my motorcycle, had a lot of really hard days where I've been able to just go out and rip around in my car and clear my mind And ultimately, I just have an abundance mindset. I just know that I'm like, okay, owning a bike and a car is not going to make me broke forever. It's not like I don't have the money to invest in other things. So I'm really strategic about how I invest in myself, both professionally and personally. I'm in two masterminds right now. I'm looking to get into a third. I'm about to get a coach. I'm getting partnered up, like I said, with some shit that I'm not going to discuss right now. You know, I take my daughter out to do a lot of fun things. I just this last weekend on Saturday, I took her to the amusement park. On Sunday, I took her to the pumpkin patch. You know, days that I have to pick her up at three, I sandwich all my calls in from like eight to three. Sometimes I even need to squeeze a workout in there, but I make sure that I'm up before her, get some work done, sandwich all my calls in from eight to three, pick her up. And then sometimes my work is fairly minimal from three to eight. I might have to take some calls or whatever, but then I get back to it when I put her to bed. And so everything that I'm doing in my life is an investment in myself to make me better. It won't make me happy picking my daughter up at three or keeping her at school, you know, care until five or six. It just, I don't want to miss that. My daughter is already at mom's house 50% of the time. Then she's in school every day. And if you really boil it down, you guys, if you have your kids full time, you get them for hundred would that be 104 days a year full, like, like without being in school? Cause 52 weeks, right? Times two days, Saturday and Sunday. And then I'm half that because she's at mom's. So I look at these things where I'm like, damn, I only have like 50 to 60 days a year, full days with my daughter outside of some holidays and shit like that. But other than that, it's like an hour in the morning before school. And then it's three to eight because she goes to bed at, you know, eight, eight 30. So, I'm okay with, you know, maybe not quote unquote grinding and hustling the whole time she's here. I'm not gonna stick her in front of a TV or on a tablet or again, keep her in school care and miss those moments with her, even if it means my business moving a little bit slower. I'm okay with that. But guess what? It doesn't. Because I find other ways to hustle, I find ways to be more efficient. And that all comes with surrounding myself with the right people and putting myself in the right places, in the right classes, or getting the right coach or whatever that looks like all because I invest in myself and what I want. I know what I want to obtain. I know what I need to do to get there. And I try to do it as as efficiently as possible. And this is how I'm able to grow my business, be a very present father, prioritize my health and fitness, and also take time for me. Yeah. And you can say, well, yeah, dude, you only have your daughter like 50% of the time. Yeah, that, that, that might be true. But guess what? Most people that have their kids full-time also have a partner to help them out. I don't. When it's my daughter, it's my daughter. I do the laundry. I do the cooking. I take care of her. I do all that shit. But because I invest in myself, because I invest in myself, I know what I want. And because I know what I want, I know what to look for. And I know how to try to do it as strategically and as efficiently as possible. Are there times where it's just rough? Yeah. There's going to be times and there have been times and there are times where I have to take a couple of calls when I'm with my daughter. Oh my God. Right. But I do everything in my power to invest into my relationship with my daughter because of not only what it does for her, but the return it gives me to invest in my personal lifestyle to enjoy my toys, to have fun, knowing I could get fucking hit by a bus tomorrow, right? To invest in my business, to invest into my professional education. So look, you know, ultimately I kind of, kind of went down a rabbit hole. So (laughs) if it was, if it was hard to follow me there, I apologize, but hopefully a lot of that made sense. What I'm ultimately getting at you guys is that from a personal standpoint, dude, like if you're consuming a fucking shitload of social media, watching a bunch of trash TV, surrounding yourself with a bunch of people who don't have any fucking awareness and want to do anything with their life, that's what you're investing in for yourself. Just know that. You know, if you're trying to put your money into a CD, that's earning you a few percent. If you're investing into the stock market, which you have no control over, and I'm not saying there's anything wrong with it. A lot of people that have made a lot of money in the stock market. But if you're, what I'm getting at is if you're investing in things that you're not controlling or you can't control, guess what? You're not going to have control. If you're allowing yourself to be around those people or consume that terrible media or invest into things that you can't control, you're going to feel out of control. Doesn't that make fucking sense? So on a personal level, invest in yourself by surrounding yourself with the right people, consuming the right kind of content, pursuing what it is you want to pursue and see what that does for you. Cause I can tell you guys, like if you, let me give you an example, you commit going to the gym and you find yourself kind of starting to stretch some weight. Like you're naturally going to want to eat healthier. I can almost promise you that you're not going to go to the gym multiple times a week and come home and just want to eat fucking pizza all the time. So then you're going to naturally start eating healthier. So what are you going to do? You're going to be like, Hmm, I wonder what I should eat here. Like I should look something up, you know, healthy eating if I want to lose weight. And then you're going to realize, damn, this is really overwhelming. There's a lot of shit. Well, I should probably just maybe like follow some people on social media that look really healthy, give really good information, have really good skin tone, good energy. You know, their comments are genuine, right? Like it takes a little bit of digging. You know, you find that coach in the the gym that looks really healthy. Maybe you get a, you know, a training class a week. So you guys can see like when you start controlling things in your life and you start investing into things in your life, it's going to further drive you to want to further educate yourself. Same thing on the professional front. Same thing on the financial front. So, listen, all in all, you guys need to be educating yourself. I'm telling you. The more you know, the more you can rely on yourself and your opinions and your beliefs. And the more you can rely on your opinions and your beliefs, the more you can really stand for what it is you believe in. You can start to see things. In the professional realm, or the people you surround yourself with, or the shit you consume on TV, where you're like, dude, I'm not aligned with this. Like, this is not, like, what the fuck is this, right? Like, this doesn't make me feel any better. This is junk. Like, why am I watching this or surrounding myself with these people? So, look, guys, that's what I have for you. All right. I'm telling you, the number one investment you can make is into yourself. The best form of education is that type of education that pertains to building a better you. It really is that simple. And whether I've known this, you know, as consciously as I do now in the past which FYI I haven't, I haven't always known that I've invested in myself to the degree that I really have until now. Like I was in the I was in college, and I used to watch The Secret all the time, The Law of Attraction. I didn't exactly knew know how it worked to the degree I know now. All I know, it was really fucking cool. That's what I knew. I knew that the author of Chicken Soup, Chicken Soup for the Soul, what's his name, Bob Proctor, whatever I think it's Bob Proctor. No, it wasn't Bob Proctor. It was a different guy. But Bob Proctor was on there. All I know is those people talking. I was like, oh shit, they live a life that I don't have that I want to have. And I can tell you guys from experience that the reason why everything I have and everything I do seems to turn to gold, so to speak, you've all heard that. Medical sales, admittedly, I didn't really try all that hard, but I made money. My real estate company, I've had it for two years, I'm doing well. Parenting, I have a lot of dad guilt, as all parents do who care, but I'm doing well. I've got an awesome little girl. My health and fitness, I'm doing well. The only thing that really has suffered in my life, go figure, because I haven't really invested, you could call it educated, but I think investment for this situation is a better word, are my personal relationships. Because a lot of it's been professional. I've been really focused on my work. And I know that that's something that I need to do a better job of is just networking and connecting with people. And as of recent, I've understood that. So guess what I'm going to do? I'm going to go invest in that. I'm going to go put myself out there. And that's going to be healthy too. (laughs) Whatever I invest in and educate myself on and feed fucking manifests. It's that simple, right? Assuming all this is positive and your energy waves are positive and your channels are open and you're receiving what the universe is giving you, you've also got to go out and take that shit. Just because you're a positive person and you want a Lamborghini in your driveway, it's not just going to fucking show up there tomorrow when you wake up. You've got to also go out and get it, but you got to keep those channels open as well. So invest in the right kind of shit, educate yourself on the right kind of shit, and ultimately watch what it does for you.